The following is a hoop ball presentation. Hello and welcome to the Hoop Ball DFS Today podcast. I am your host, Mike Patria. And, uh, you know, you're not normally used to hearing me on Monday, but I'm joined by my good buddy, uh, you know, stealing Santino's spot over here, Will Harris. Really excited to do a show with Will because uh, it feels like we're joining forces, forces over here, Will. It's, you know, we have, we have a joint interest, and, uh, you know, that is we both can just sit here and roast Santino and, and, and just enjoy our life. And, I, you know, I couldn't think of a better podcast mate to have than you on this kind of show when he can't defend himself. How are you doing, man? <laughs> I'm doing great, Mike. Great to be with you. And you're exactly right. Santino is in for it. I don't know what he was thinking taking off Monday, but he's going <laughs> to feel it. <laughs> and that's it. It's a lesson learned. You know, next time, he, and I got to give him a little uh, little credit. He covered for me over the weekend, so I'm, I'm, I'm working for him for tonight. Uh, but you know, maybe next time we, we won't be so keen to give it, but it won't be too long. I guess that's the, that's the glass half full approach right there. Will is that we won't be able to flame him for like a 10, a 10 game slate. It's, uh, it's, it's maybe three, maybe three is what we're going to say at this point. But, uh, nonetheless, we have, uh, we have some action in store for us, but before we jump into anything, quick shout out to our presenting sponsor, mybookie.ag. Uh, people always ask me where I bet. And I say, listen. Uh, I go to mybookie.ag. They are the absolutely most reputable site out there. They have the best customer service. They are the only place I trust to handle all my NBA-related bets. And now with the Super Bowl coming up, they are the one site that I will be giving all of my Super Bowl bets to as well. And believe me, Super Bowl is the most popular, most bet-on event of the entire season. So if you're going to go anywhere, go to mybookie.ag. And when you head over there, use that promo code HOOPBALL, H-O-O-P-B-A-L-L. You will get a 50% deposit match on up to $1,000. So, listen, put in 500 bucks right now. You'll get 250 free dollars. You might as well. Just check it out, guys. Free money. Put in 1000 you get $500 for free. If you use that promo code HOOPBALL when you sign up, that's H-O-O-P-B-A-L-L. After that, guys, while you're online, open up another tab. Uh, maybe it's for you. Maybe it's for someone else. Maybe it's for a friend, a significant other, whoever it is. Check out Manscaped, guys. Use that promo code HOOPBALL20, H-O-O-P-B-A-L-L-2-0. You get 20% off plus free shipping on your entire order slash purchase. So you might be wondering, well, what should I get? Should I get the lawnmower 3.0? Should I get the, you know, maybe the weed whacker? Do I want to get the conditioner, maybe the body wash? And you can get it all, too. Uh, it's that simple. Get a discounted price. Get the perfect package kit. It comes with a little bit of everything. I tell people it is what I use when I travel. It is perfect. It is simple. It is all waterproof as well. So quick charging, waterproof. Check them out, guys. Manscaped, absolutely fantastic products. I can't go back to my normal grooming ways afterwards. So Hoopball 20, and you get 20% off plus free shipping on your entire purchase. So, all right, well, we got three games in store for us, but... The first one on the docket is going to be probably the most dicey and the most confusing. And, yeah. you know, as we always say, this is an early look. Follow the news, monitor the news. This may be wasted effort. So uh, we have the L.A. Clippers going against the Atlanta Hawks. So in this game, they do have uh, some sort of, I guess, an injury report uh, for the Hawks. Bogdanovich, Chris Dunn, both ruled out. Trey Young, Danilo Gallinari, Clint Capella, questionable. Cam Reddish is probable. 
Uh, as the Clippers, if you guys have been following or if this is the first time, they have been uh, dealing with some COVID issues, contract tracing. Uh, they're in health protocols and safety. So Patrick Beverly, Paul George, Kawhi Leonard have already all been ruled out, all their studs. Uh, by that, you know, I guess we could exclude Patrick Beverly from the stud category in that. But uh, and it wouldn't be surprising if we find out tomorrow morning due to the tracing that there might have to be a few more bodies that end up sitting. So. Uh, this is a game that we're definitely going to have to monitor. Wouldn't surprise me if it doesn't tip off. It's the first game of the night, so that's the positive, so we will know. Uh, but with the news that we already have, I guess that's the way that we're going to break this down. So as of right now, Will, we know that there's no Leonard, we know that there's no George, and we know that there's, there's no Beverly. So how are we approaching this? Yeah, it's definitely approaching with uh, precaution. But, you know, it's a lot of sneaky value in this game, you know, without George and Leonard and even Beverly. You know, George and Leonard combined for 50 actual game points a game. So someone's going to have to make those points up. And, you know, your first person that comes to mind is Lou Will. You know, uh, he's been, you know, having a little injury uh, problems, but he's back, you know. And when the big guys are out, you know, Lou Will is instant offense. So he can get you some points, you know. He probably won't get you too many other stats, though. So he's just someone to consider. I would say he's probably guaranteed to get 20 points, actual game points in that game. But um, the biggest sleeper for me probably is, well, yeah, Lou Will is at um, 5,800. So that's why it's a little bit, you know, iffy. But uh, biggest sleeper for me is uh, probably Terrence Mann. Uh, When he gets minutes, which is rare, (laughs) last game he got 30 minutes, he put up 31 uh, DraftKings points. Uh, He's a great young talent. And uh, he's only at 4,400. And I think with Kawhi and PG out, Terrence Mann is a great sleeper for the Clippers. What were you about to say, Mike? No, no, I was right there. And when you hit on the price tags, I think that's the that's the thing. These guys are priced up. Uh, you know, they got to the price tags early enough. You know, a lot of this value yeah. play, a lot of these guys that we're going to see draw this high usage are priced up appropriately. So. You know, while they're great plays, we're not getting that great value that we were hoping for or, or expecting necessarily. So uh, you touched on Terrence Mann. I think, you know, depending on game script, I think he's a great play regardless. He's going to get at least 18 to 20 minutes no matter what. The game gets out of hand, you know, early, which it very well could if we see a lot of these Atlanta guys play. Uh, Mann's going to be a guy that should play significant minutes, maybe 24, 25. Great point per minute point guard. So I don't mind looking at man. Lou Williams, you touched on it, that instant offense. We're going to need some of this usage. We're going to need some guys to score the ball. Uh, you know, between Lou Will, Batum, um, I also like Marcus Morris. I think, I, you know, him at 4700 would probably be one of my, you know, favorite cash plays out of the bunch just because of the price. Uh, but I think all three of those guys are very much in play. I'm expecting a ton of usage from them. Reggie Jackson at 68, not somebody I would normally look at at that price tag. On a three-game slate, I don't love it. We have other point guard options that we're probably going to rather play than him. But... You know, the matchup, if he draws it against Trey Young, it's a good one. <laughs> so it's there. I, I don't want to stare people off. I would probably say GPPs only. But we'll slide over to the Atlanta side of the ball. Um, you know, these guys, a couple of them questionable. We talked about Capella. We talked about Trey Young. They sent out that last one. I, you know, I'm kind of uh, expecting Capella to play in this one. You know, a guy can't just go off ripping off a monster streak like he just did. It seemed like he sat through the rest purposes. Like he was literally lighting the court on fire at that point. So, they gave him a they gave him a night off. I expect Capella to play. Uh, you know, if this game plays, Trey Young is the guy that I think we're gonna have to monitor a little bit more. But why don't you touch on some of the guys that you're looking at? Uh, 
you know, I guess in general, uh, Trey Young may play, he may not play. I think we know uh, what to look at if he doesn't play. But if he's in there, is he somebody that you're looking at in this three game slate at 9100? Uh, 9100, eh, you know, you, you never want to pay that much. But when you got Trey Young, you know, he's pretty much guaranteed to get you close to 50 uh, DraftKings points. Uh, but, you know, I, I always feel it really risky when someone has a cue beside their name. So I want to make sure they're healthy before I pay up for someone at that price. Um, and same for Capella. I mean, he should play. It's his hand. It's not like his uh, knee or his foot like it's normally been. So uh, he would, you know, he's been killing it lately in 9,400. But you want to make sure he's going to play. If he didn't play, then the rookie uh, is is who you want to look at. Uh, what's his last name? Akuro? Akungu. Uh, yeah, Akuro. Akungu. Yeah. <laughs> I, try not, I try not to say it either. You know what? Uh, we, get, we get some criticism for, for butchering some names. And I'm, I'm mostly going to take, uh, you know, we'll take the scapegoat here. It's Santino. Let's be right, frank right. here, guys. You know, the guy doesn't get the name butcher for, uh, nickname for no reason. Uh, but uh, yeah, uh, Onyeka Onkangu, uh, I, I think is how you pronounce it. But, uh, you know, I might, I might hear some criticism on Twitter. And if I do, give it to me. I deserve it. I got to get these guys' names right. And sometimes with the rookies, it might take a little longer than normal. And there is an Okoro, so, you know. <laughs> yeah. And he's a sinner also. But uh, I think he could be a sneaky play. And then, but if, the best play probably would be Rondo. I mean, he's been playing very well lately. Last two games, averaging around 27 uh, DraftKings points. If Trey Young goes play, it's a lot of ifs in this game. Uh, I like Reddish too, but then once again, he's probable. He should play. And uh, his last game on the 24th, I expected big numbers from him, but it was all uh, Hunter putting up all the minutes. So Hunter at 6,200 is probably the safest bet. I love his price. He's just been shooting lights out all season long, man. It's just, it, it, you know, you expect it to drop off at some point, and it just doesn't feel like it is. And, you know, whenever there's a guy that's just hot like that, and he, I, I'm waiting for the drop off. I don't think he can realistically keep this this kind of shooting percentage up. Uh, it it kind of seems unsustainable, but he'll probably prove me wrong for at least two or three more games, and I'll, I'll just bite the bullet on that one. I'm with you, though. Uh, if there's no Trey Young or, let's say, uh, you know, either Trey Young or Capella sits, John Collins, 7,600, there's really nobody that can defend him, and he's going to have to get a ton of usage. So I don't mind him, and I wouldn't mind looking at the on the wings. If I'm looking anywhere on the wing, though, uh, Rondo, great play. Obviously, if there is no Trey Young, it would probably be Werner. Uh, eventually, this guy's going to get his team going and being due for about a 30 to 35-point game, 5,600. I don't mind that price tag, but it's uh, it's a crapshoot if this one even uh, – even tips off. We have to keep our eyes on that, though. But we'll move on to the next one. Washington traveling to Houston. Second game of, of the night. This game will take place 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. For the Rockets, Dante Axum out. Christian Wood, doubtful. For the Wizards, Denny Avija out. Davis Bertans is out. Troy Brown Jr. out. Thomas Bryant and Rui Hachimura out. Uh, Roland Neto is questionable. And then we have Ish Smith ruled out. So, this Washington team, we saw Westbrook come back. He was playing in a limited fashion. I expect him to probably see some sort of minutes limit again. I uh, played about 25 minutes in that last one. It might get bumped up to 28 to 30 is probably what they'll say. 9,600, though, it's a limited slate. Is Russell Westbrook. I'm not going to say don't play him. I prefer Beal over him in this matchup for only $300 more. That's probably where I'll go. 
Uh, but they're both, I think, solid plays. Westbrook can easily triple-double in 28 or 30 minutes. But give me the guy that I know that can play 38 or 40 and is probably maybe a, a tad under and a point-per-minute producer. Uh, outside of him, I'm not really looking at anybody in the front court. I, I don't mind going back to some Jerome Robinson, though. I had a couple shares of him in the last uh, in the last slate. Not enough. I wish I had more. I was a little hesitant. Uh, but if these guys continue to be out in the 30-plus minute rolls in his, uh, in his waking, 4K is a plenty good price tag for him. What are you looking at over here on this Wizards team? Uh, yeah, I love Jerome Robinson at 4,000. Uh, you know, you, if you want to be real sneaky, you can uh, look at Garrison Matthews. You know, he's putting up minutes also. Uh, uh, good points also, um, averaging around, I mean, 26 or so uh, DraftKing points. Uh, it just depends on the minutes, and uh, they are getting the minutes right now with Athia out. Um, and, you know, I mean, and Rui is out. So, I mean, once again, a lot of players out in this lineup. Um, Robin Lopez, you can even look at him. Not not too bad of a price at forty nine hundred. So it, it's some it's some you know interesting slates. But I definitely love Beal. You know he's one of the high price guys that I would be comfortable with playing. And like you said, Westbrook with the limited minutes he's going to be on, I wouldn't trust it at ninety six hundred. All right. Well, it's, it's, it's funny. It's funny you're looking at this slate and you see John Wall and you just instantly think. Wizard John Wall. <laughs> well, we're going to jump to that too because that's that's something that could be a little interesting. You know, this game it, it doesn't have that same. And I was talking to I was doing a show last night with Brett, and he doesn't you know buy into the revenge narratives as much and the things like that. Uh, I do a lot of I, I follow a lot of sports. I do a lot of DFS. This is the one sport where I believe revenge narratives are absolutely real. In the fact of you know when a guy controls the ball in his hand, he dictates how that play starts and finishes. Whether he shoots or whether he wants to pass, it's on him. Uh, so a guy could take that revenge narrative and he could take it in, but it's a little bit of a little bit of the air is out of the balloon this season, given the fact that there's really no fans in the stadiums and yeah. uh, things of that nature. But you know, nonetheless, it's John Wall going against his former team on the other side of the ball. We'll we'll have to start with that. Let's not bury the lead here. You know, he's sixty nine hundred. He's coming off of dealing with uh, you know knee issues. Uh, knee soreness, missed a couple games. He's only played one game since his return, and the minutes were limited. So it's really hard to trust him. But then they throw a great price tag at us, and it's against Washington at 6,900. Uh, I, I got to hear, where, where are you at with him on this slate? Yeah, I mean, you're totally right. Everything leads you to be like, I want to play him, but I'm not. But then you think about that revenge game narrative. I mean, he's already been outperforming Russell Westbrook this year, and it's looking like a bad trade on the Wizards' part thus far, even though Wall has been a little banged up lately. So um, I could see him putting up really good numbers, but it's still a little too risky for me. The main guy I would only trust on the Rockets is DeMarcus Cousins. That's with if Christian Wood does sit out, uh, because his last two games when he's been getting big minutes, he's been balling, you know, uh, 36 drafting points uh, on the 22nd against Detroit and 58 drafting points against the Mavericks. So he should have that same easy slate. He'll be going against Alex Lynn in this game, and that's no matchup for him. So it's good to see him playing a lot better. And that 6,000, that's not that's not too that's much not at bad. all. We'll eat that, man. <laughs> yeah. We'll eat Cousins. Anytime we know this guy's getting the minutes, man, we'll play him. I'm with you. I, I, I love Cousins. I love plenty of Cousins at 6K. The wall most, thing is most, oh, most of the guys on the Rockets are just so up and down like you think you could trust Jason Tate because the game before he had a great game breakout game I was like okay you know he's he's gonna earn minutes 
from now on to the future. And then the next game, I only played 20 minutes, only got 10 draft game points. So, and then same <laughs> for Nawaba, up and down. It, it, the rest of the guys are just too up and down for me on the Rockets. What do you think about that? Yeah, and I think, uh, you know, Daniel House, is, I think, is expected to be available for this game. So him making his return is going to kind of clog up a little bit of that rotation when we see, you know, Tate and Nawaba, uh, their minutes especially. You know, don't expect him to impact Gordon, Wall, or Oladipo too much. So I'll probably stay away from all three of those guys, just knowing that House is back. I'd just rather not touch it. The whole wall thing, keep in mind, we might we might get the news that there's no restrictions or anything like that. And if that's the case, fire him up. You know, absolutely. I think that's a great yeah. price tag for him. Uh, if we hear he's playing anything like 26 to 30, I think I'm playing him. I, you know, on a three-game slate, I think that's a rock-solid price tag. And the narrative's like a cherry on top for me. You know, get, take the narrative out of it. If it's John Wall going against a team that plays little to no defense and at a fast pace at 6,900 playing 28 minutes, I like that. I'm cool with that. So the, the narrative is a little cherry on top. Let me ask you a question. Yep. Okay, so you got the you know extra thousand laying around. Would you rather mm-hmm. Oladipo at seventy nine hundred or John Wall at sixty nine hundred? Because they're both qualified point guards. Absolutely, and I was I was actually I was hoping you'd ask that. No, uh, <laughs> it, it's it's a tough one. So on any other slate, I would just say you know John Wall. If I knew if there no restrictions, I'm taking John Wall regardless. No restrictions, I'm taking John Wall. Uh, really? if, if I think John on the, in this kind of scenario in this kind of game script, I think so. Yes, um, just because I think John Wall, there's always that narrative where you got traded. He's going against the guy he was trading for. Sometimes you see a power yeah. forward traded for a point guard, and those two guys are never going to face off. These two guys are going to match heads up, and the hilarious part is that they're both probably going to be on some sort of restriction. That's the unfortunate part. So they'll, they'll yeah. match up with like you know two and a half to three quarters. Uh, that might be it though, but. Yeah, I think I think just because of that narrative, John Wall is a narrative-driven guy, and I imagine you know Boogie uh, is going to help him get to where he wants to get to in this game. Uh, these sure. two guys being best friends, being two guys, and Wall lobbied to try to get Boogie over in Washington for several years. So uh, now it's like, hey, you know what? They didn't want us to play together there. Let's let's show them what we could have done. Smack him in the mouth a little bit. They have a great matchup to do so. So it's risky. Don't trust him in cash. Don't play John Wall in cash. It's that simple. But in GPPs, he's there for me. So it's really just going to be John Wall for me. It's going to be some boogie cousins. Everybody else I think is priced appropriately, and I will take a pass. On to the last game, though, Will. We're cruising through this. You know, We knew it wasn't going to be a long one. Let's be real. Three games, like two and a half maybe. New York right. Knicks uh, traveling to Utah. Take on the Jazz for the Knicks. Uh, Reggie Bullock, he is out. Frank Nittacolina is probable. Austin Rivers is probable. For the Jazz, Derek Favors probable. Trent Forrest and Elijah Hughes have been ruled out. So, strangely enough, this is the only game that we actually do have a total for on the night. 2-12, 11-point spread, favored for the Jazz. Jazz favored by 11 in this one. Not expected to be close, but, you know, this Knicks team, uh, they've proven that they can be scrappy. And they generally hang in in the games that they're not supposed to. So it wouldn't shock me if this one, if I'm a betting man, I would probably take the Knicks if I'm getting 11 on them. But I'll pass it over to you. Yeah. We'll start with this Knicks side of the ball. What are you looking at? Well, you got Julius Randle. I mean, he's been playing like an all-star all year. And 9,700, you just have to see if he can, you can fit him in your lineup. But he's pretty much guaranteed to get you close to 50 DraftKings points. Uh, RJ Barrett, he, he was having a great season uh, for the most part. But he's still showing, as in last game where he got 16 drafting points, that he could be inconsistent. But he, it, this is his best year by far. 
And I think he would bounce back this game because they are going to need him. Uh, but they do have a lot of shooting guards right now because Alex Burke is back also. And he's been playing well, you know, all season. And uh, the, the big question mark, if you want to be really, you know, go out on a limb, is Emmanuel Quickly, the rookie for the Knicks. I love his talent. Uh, it's just a matter of minutes that Tibbs is going to give him. When he gets the minutes, he's productive. But uh, in a close game, you know, sometimes when it's great defense, you know, he doesn't want any turnovers. He's not going to play quickly uh, as many minutes as he should because he's been showing that he's the future of the team, not Alfred Payton. But, you know, it's all about Tibbs right now. So I don't know if you want to be risky and pet at 5,200 for quickly who can get you 40 drafting points or he can get you 15 drafting points. What do you think about that? Yeah, listen, um, I've been to the quickly horn for quite some time. I think he, I think this kid's a real excellent talent. I think he's very um, – I think I described him as very like Malcolm Brogdon-ish. Uh, you know, when he, he just looks very polished coming in. A guy that went a little later than he probably should have. Very NBA-ready, very good on both ends of the ball. He's going to have his little struggles along the way. Uh, right. But at 5,200, you know, as much as I love this kid, as much as I think he's going to be the starter at some point this season, I don't think it's going to be uh, today. I don't think that's the case. So at 5,200, give me Alfred Payton for $500 more. I don't think either one of these guys are going to be one of my you know, top options of guys I'm playing. It's three games late. But I do think I'll play, I'll play uh, Payton. I'll probably end up fading quickly. I hope people just chase that. It's not an easy matchup either way. I'm sure yeah. they will. <laughs> yeah, and, I, I don't, you know, and that's the thing. Uh, you got to just kind of you know, interpret, like, why did this guy have such a big game? Well, he was hot, and that's what Tibbs said. And if you read between the lines, Tibbs kind of said, you know, Alfred Payton's still our starting point guard. Uh, as of now, I'm going to go with the hot-hand approach. Whoever's going to close the game quickly plays better defense than Payton, so that kind of gives him a little edge to close games a little bit more. But if they're winning a game with Alfred Payton playing well, they're not just going to put quickly in and, and play him 25 to 30 minutes or anything like that. So... Uh, do I expect them to win this game? No. So maybe if you're going by a game script scenario, I do expect them to keep it closer than an 11-point spread. I don't expect them to win it. Uh, but if they can keep it within the spread, I think Peyton's the guy you want to look at. If you think this game just gets absolutely out of hand, then quickly makes sense. Outside of those two guys, you know, Randall, 9,700. It's definitely not an easy matchup when he, you know he's thinking about half of Randall's work is inside the paint. Uh, but I'm also not you know, scared off. We have to spend our money somehow on this slate. I already told you I wanted to spend up on Beal. Um, you know, Randall makes sense, too. I prefer Beal over Randall. But Randall also cooked Utah for almost 60 DK points early in the season already. So he's not completely ruled out uh, nonetheless. And then if we're going to need a little bit of value at some point on this slate. So if you're, you know, if you're dumpster diving, you wanted to look for some value. If you want to look at a guy like uh, New Orleans Noel, I wouldn't mind it at 3,600. He's usually playing right around that low 20s minutes, getting around 20 DK points. We're talking about a matchup against Gobert. It's a tough matchup for anybody. Mitchell Robinson could find himself in a little bit of trouble at some point. So uh, that is it for me on the Knicks. Uh, oh, did I mention Burks too? Burks, fantastic play. I didn't touch on him. Minutes should keep rising. He's going to be a high usage guy in this offense. Gets his former team. So. Especially with Bullock out. Well, yep. it's questionable, yeah. but I think uh, Bullock, yeah. They, they are saying now that Bullock is out. So, yeah, that should help Burks. And it should help uh, R.J. Barrett, too, if you want to go 6,600 for Barrett. Can't do it. I I, I, <laughs> I, I can't. I, and listen, I, I, don't, I like Barrett's game. I especially like Flame and Santino knowing the fact that in our season-long league, he traded them for Al Horford. How's that going for you, bud? Um <laughs> <laughs> nonetheless i just i try to pick my matchups with bear and you know I, I hit him on the kings i got him a little bit right on there i missed out on the 40 point games 
Utah, listen, he's going to have to play an impact. He's a very contrarian play. If you're looking at him in tournaments, do I trust him in cash? No. Uh, I'll, for the cash games, you know, looking at guys like Burks, uh, maybe like a Noel if you need the value. Uh, you know, those two guys I think make great cash plays. Randall, you can play in either or as well. Makes a little bit more sense in tournament. And I think, you know, Peyton, he's just contrarian. I, I, you know, I don't think people are going to be all over quickly, but he definitely should draw some ownership. That price jump might scare people away, but look at on the other side. Oh, one more question. Oh, <laughs> no, no, hit me with it. I, I mean, we got a short <laughs> podcast anyway, man. It's right. only 20 something minutes right now. <laughs> well, you know, I was just thinking, you know, we're talking about quickly. And, you know, he was the Knicks' second pick of their draft. Isn't it funny that we're not talking about Obi Toppin? Do you think at any oh. point in this season that he will be a trusted uh, DraftKings value? Because right now he's only at 3,100. He should be getting minutes, but he's not really. Well, yeah, and that's just the Tibbs thing. It's like, you know, listen, uh, we had a loaded front court. We're going to go sign Taj Gibson. Uh, and and that's the thing. It's minutes equal opportunity in, in basketball. So, do they trade Julius Randle depending on where they are in the standings and everything? I mean, this guy, uh, you know, he just probably showed his worth for the Knicks, but at the same time, he might have just shown his trade value as well. So we got to see what they do. Uh, this team's still kind of rebuilding, still kind of finding their identity. Tibbs in his first year there really wants to build a defensive presence. I don't know if Randle is exactly what he's looking for in that necessarily. So. You know, it'll all be determined. As long as Randall's there, though, there's really no opportunity for minutes because Tibbs not starting him at center with Randall at power forward. Like I just said, Tibbs is all defense. He's all pace. Having that kind of combo just is like an up pace, no defense. So I can't see those two guys playing alongside of him. So until something, you know, happens to Randall or unless Randall gets traded, he's really tough to trust. Um, you know, maybe one of those centers out, he draws a couple minutes there when Randall's off the floor. But he always wants to have one of those rim protectors in there with Noel or Mitchell Robinson. Yeah. Um, sliding over to the Utah side of the ball, though, Donovan Mitchell has just been lighting things up. And he also lit Sonny up. Santino, shout out, burn, uh, when you made that bet <laughs> with him. 8,400. It, uh, it was Mitchell versus Shea. I was with you on that one. Yeah. I listened. Yeah. I was all over yeah. Mitchell. <laughs> uh, he had a great game. Isn't it so satisfying when you would have been against that guy? It's pretty easy, though. It's kind of like taking candy from a baby. Yeah, but yeah. happens all the time. So <laughs> I'm actually, I got to check out what I made one with Brenton. And I think, like, last I checked, these dudes had, like, we did Vucevic versus Bam, and they had, like, identical lines last I was looking. So that's going to be funny how that turns. I think we're both winners in that one. But we'll look at this Utah side of the ball Mitchell at 84, Gobert at 72. Uh, two highest price guys. I just did a Santino voice crack. Two highest price guys <laughs> on the uh, on the Utah side of the ball. Uh, I gotta say, you know, I gotta have both interest in both these guys. You know, Mitchell at eighty four. I think I'm probably preferring to spend up on Peel, um, or you know, I, I know I want some Burks action. Those are probably going to be my two primary shooting guards I'm looking at. But you know, looking at Gobert at seventy two hundred, it, it's hard for him not to be uh, one of my favorite center options outside of Marcus Cousins. Just knowing that how consistent and productive this guy is, even in limited minutes, he's going to get you 30 to 35. So I like myself some Rudy Gobert. I don't mind Mike Conley. I can't see myself playing too much Jordan Clarkson. Uh, just with Joe Ingles back now, we're kind of seeing that usage and the ball handling responsibility dwindle just, just a little bit. Uh, so I don't think I'm going to pay that price. Tag. I'd much rather just spend up the extra $400 to get the starter. Give me, uh, give me Jordan Clarkson. Outside of that, I, I don't think I have too much interest in anybody. Uh, you know, maybe a dart throw, like I was saying. We were talking about New Orleans Noel on the guy like Derek Favors. 
Uh, he's always warranted a dart throw. If you're spending 3,900, you're hoping to get 20 DK points out of him, but I probably even prefer Noel over him. How about you over here on Utah? Yeah, definitely. I think it's just three guys you can consider, and it just depends on how you're going to set up your lineup. Uh, but, yeah, that's a great price for Gobert. I mean, normally you would expect to see him maybe at 9000 and you'd have to debate it. But 7200 in this small three-game lineup, uh, like you said, it's only Boogie. is DeMarcus Cousins is probably the only other center you're going to be that confident in unless you play John Collins or Randall at center. So just however you're going to fit your money in, uh, you can decide if you're going to uh, – get go bear but uh he, he's pretty much gonna guarantee to get you 40 drafting points so that's something to consider and of course you know like you said how i smoked santino on that bet last week uh donovan mitchell <laughs> that's my guy you know for christmas i got a pair of his shoes his bright yellow shoes that's my guy donovan mitchell so i can't ever not pick donovan mitchell <laughs> uh, that's what <laughs> and, uh, i'm saying do you ball do you ball well i i so I, I haven't done too many shows with you me and santino we used to play a little bit uh, neither one of us very good, uh, but we we play we used to play in the backyard a little bit, and you know my dream one day is to get one a nice little hoop ball game going. Uh, you know one day when we're, uh, they're doing the fancy sports uh, invitational or anything like that, we uh, we all get together, we get a nice little yeah. uh, a team event. Yeah, we gotta do it before we get too old, so it's gotta happen. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's beyond I played, that. I played all my life, but then you know. Once you get to a certain age, I'm 36 now, so it's like I'm retired. Oh. So. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm, uh, people, I'm, I'm in the age of what some people in the NBA call their prime. I'm 29. I'm, I'm almost 30, but uh, it, it feels like I'm long past that, man. I had no moves when I was younger. I was a, I was a point guard with no handles. I had some, I could pass. I had great vision, great passing, could shoot. No handles, though, so it's tough to be a point guard when you're the smallest guy on the court with no handles, but <laughs> we're off track. That's uh, that's going to be a theme of this show, man. It's hey, three games, two and a half games. I hope you guys stay, stick around long enough to hear some of this. But uh, nonetheless, Santino, bite us. <laughs> Throw it in there. Let them hear it. Uh, that's it, man. That's all I really have for this Utah side of the ball. I mean, Gobert, I think, great option. Cash, GPPs, use them either or. Mitchell, I think, makes more sense for me and GPPs at that price tag, given the slate and given what we have available. If it becomes a two-game slate, that's completely different. I do like Conley, though, at 6500 I think that prefer him over Mitchell at a point-per-dollar standpoint just for that reason. And that's uh, – that's it, man. That's all. That's all she wrote for us. But it was great doing the show with you. Uh, you know, nice little half-hour show. Is there uh, anything else you want to get out of your, get off your chest before we get out of here? I mean, we had a big injury tonight. You know, uh, the bonus for the Pacers got hurt. You know, that sucks. But it looks like he's gonna be okay. His uh, MRI came back clean. So you know, just for this late tomorrow, we're just hoping for no injuries and no postponements. Although the Clippers may really need it because. They're going to be really shorthanded, but, you know, I mean, this whole year. This might just be a regular game <laughs> management day for him, no? I mean, it's true, just, true. It's Paul, if it's just Paul George and Kawhi Leonard, and, you know, that's – and Patrick Beverly, that's like a regular Tuesday, um, yeah, you know, last season. So, you know, if that's all it ends up being, this game will surely play. But we just got to hope that there's no contract tracing. Yes, yeah, same for the game that got canceled late today uh, with the Spurs and the Pelicans, you know, just, just hoping that COVID, you know, calms down. And, uh, you know, everyone – and Jason Tatum is back tonight, too. So, you know, COVID. COVID. I mean, it's oh, 2020. Oh, <laughs> and, and that's it. And it's just brace for impact with this NBA season. Right. Uh, you know, we don't have the luxury that we had with the bubble. Uh, that was that was a luxury. That's exactly what that was. 
Uh, we don't have that. So there's going to be these hiccups. So obviously, if you know you're not going to be around during lineup locks and you know you get your lineup in earlier than uh, when they do lock, uh, just go light. You know, don't don't press your luck. There's no there's no reason to take the chance if you can't make those late swaps, if you can't make those switches when if a game gets canceled, someone gets rolled out. It's just not worth it. Either take the day off, go extremely light if you just want to get some action. You really need to monitor the news more than anybody, and that's your best edge right now, being able to do those late swaps. So like I always say, uh, make sure the guys that are playing in the in the earlier games are at the top of your lineup, and the guys that are playing in your later games are at the bottom. That way, when you want to make a late swap, uh, you have more position eligibility, you have more flexibility to mess with in the utility forward and guard position as opposed to uh, your standard five, one through five. So uh, you know, make the right moves, take advantage of the people that don't know what they're doing, get that edge. Uh, that's the least you could do. And if you're on top of this news and this information, you'll be successful. Uh, it may not be every single night, but just obviously, you know, make sure you're playing the right lineups, the right way, the right contests, you know, 50 fifties, less chances, GPPs. You got to take your shots, uh, single entries, play smart. Uh, but we're always here for you guys. And if you want to get us a little bit more, uh, go over there, get that DFS pass, guys. Check it out. It's $1.99 per month, and you get access to the Discord, which we are in every single night right before uh, lineups lock. Between 6 and 7, we are guaranteed in there. We float around in there pretty much all through the night. Several pros. We're answering questions. We're checking lineups out with you guys. We're we're helping people out. We're throwing up you know, who we're playing in there. We're kind of following the news as it comes out and saying how we're adjusting. So you get all that on-the-fly information. I'm always out there answering questions on Twitter and everything, but – uh, that is where I am when lineups are locking. So if you don't get to me uh, you know, on there, that's because I'm in there uh, helping out a lot of other people in there. So I'd love to get you guys in there. Will is in there almost on a daily basis. I see you in there, Will, helping people out. We're doing some great things. And you can even get the fantasy pass, which is a little bit of everything. If you're not just a DFS player, you want to take the whole package, you can get that season-long content. And we have a wager pass as well. So lots of goodies over here, guys. Check them out. Go give us a follow on Twitter. You can find me at Mike Patria, M-I-K-E. A-P-O-T-R-I-A. We'll let the good people know where they can find you. Yep, yep. You can find me on Twitter at William is Bill. Simple as that, even though Santino does not understand it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah he, simple things to Santino, he struggles with them. He's a very smart <laughs> kid. Uh, but, you know, simple things, not not the easiest for him. He's a simple, uh, simple man. Uh, He's gonna guy. kill us. <laughs> oh yeah, I can't wait. Uh, you know, this is this will be the show that he probably listens to three times. He's gonna take notes, <laughs> and it's gonna be like the Billy Madison scene where you know it's uh he's got his list and he's crossing people off. Now we we just got added to Santino's list, man. It's not a good thing, I don't think. Uh, <laughs> now nah, I'll get over it. Uh, I'm sure I'll, I'll I'll get my uh my due my due time uh, next show I do with him Wednesday. I'll probably hear plenty, but that is all we have for you guys. Thank you for listening. We'll be back tomorrow. I get the night off, but Santino will be back. He'll be handling things. He'll be getting his roasting back on me and Will. Get his payback. Let's go out there, guys. Let's crush some GPPs. Let's crush some cash games. Let's take home some money. Right. This has been a Hoop Bowl presentation.